Everybody's on just fire. dancing in the dark. <laughs> Every time I clap, I think of that song. Oh man, did I close the lyrics to? Uh, I did. I was wow. looking up. I was looking up the lyrics to Fire War because I wanted to be able to sing that during the podcast. But. In looking up the lyrics to Fire Wars, you somehow stumbled upon Bruce Springsteen classic, Dancer in the Dark. No, that's just sort of running in the back of my head all the time. And every time we <laughs> clap on the podcast, the way that the yeah. mic is situated, I can't clap directly in front of my face or in front of my chest, so I kind of hold my arms up. Yeah, like and you the think of the girl from that video? No, like the saxophonist from the E Street Band. <laughs> and they flash to him and they're clapping. He's got his hands above his head and he's like swaying and, and clapping. I don't know. For Man, some was, reason, that, that image is I, strong with me. I was just thinking it's because you can't start a fire. can't start a fire without a spark. Well, that too. There's guns for hire, baby. Well, you can't... I don't know if you like if you mix water and whatever that chrome is Magnesium. or something. Yeah, exactly. There's no sparks. Alkali metals, I believe they're called. They're only Alkali. well. I guess technically, one is technically one maybe there's a spark the because it's it's just on a you know almost a molecular level. Yeah, it's not really a fire though because it. I mean, I don't think it burns. I don't know. I'm not the person to uh, define scientific terms. I remember we'll, once I'll, in like we'll wait freshman for a year, minister to tell us. In freshman year of uh, high school, our teacher told us about once he was at some like camping trip and they threw a two pound block of magnesium into a stream and the results were interesting <laughs> i think he said he couldn't hear very well for a while afterwards <laughs> apparently it's like really really big fireworks <laughs> that sounds awesome but yeah i don't know the end guy cruel thing i don't get it are we doing that are we doing that i guess that what we're we doing chat it up for a while let's chat it up this will become the de facto video game podcast then i guess well that's how we usually do it here on Fast Karate for the Gentlemen, vibrating Ooh, so fast into your ear canals, like at the speed of sound. <laughs> yeah, uh, so what are, we, are we, It would pretty much have to be. Yeah. The, if it was above the speed of sound, your eardrum would just, like, explode. But it would it's sound, so that wouldn't even work. No, one, no one's going to say it's not going to explode, because this is a Fast Karate for the Gentlemen. <laughs> oh, yeah, but so... People still being weird about Engai Kroll. Well, the, th the problem is that I don't know why NeoGAF gets as much respect as it does. First off, I have no idea of the history of that forum, except that there was the gaming age, whatever, and then that shut down, but the forum continued, something like that. But the people on that are usually pretty dumb from my experience. Well, they are. And yet all these journalists are like, oh, on GAF. Their people are talking about this. Well, maybe they're just buying into sort of the one of the thrusts of this thread that, you know, if it's been around for a long time, it must be legitimate. I don't know. But for backstory for the listeners, the whole thing with Engai Kroll and the race thing happened. That's old news. Then people discovered this was an expose, hard-hitting material, that he had only been... Uh, Seriously gaming and writing about games since 1999, which 
I actually sort of knew because it's been in his like profile on the website since the website started. It's like if you click on the about, it's like, oh, there it is. Yeah, it, I don't think it's, so it's really hidden at all. It's not exactly new news, but people were outraged by this. They were like, what? Then what leg does he have to stand on? He came in in the Nintendo 64 era. Well, I think he was playing PlayStation, according to them. He's also not a serious God, gamer. PlayStation. He... It's like, why even bother? It's only one of the most popular consoles in the world. Yeah, he didn't even waste his money on the lesser console of that generation. I'll say yeah, he it. He didn't even throw his money away on the Nintendo 64. You mean Goldeneye was pretty good? Golden. There were three good games for the Nintendo. Well, four. Smash Brothers. Well, there was Smash Brothers. Ocarina of Time, Goldeneye, yeah. and uh, there's one more that I just thought, and I can't remember it now. I mean, I guess arguably Mario Kart. I was going to say Super Mario 64, but you don't like that game. Yeah. I mean, most people do, though, so whatever. <laughs> you mean you didn't like Wave Rider? Come on, man. That was awesome. Or Wave Runner 64. That water is so like water. I remember thinking I mean, those, that. Those were good games, but I, let me say, I still have a Dreamcast. I do not continue to have an N64. <laughs> This is true. To say that. But yeah, I just, I mean, it, I was just scrolling through it, reading briefly, really trying to pick out where the stupid people were, like, really prominent. They were all around you? Yeah, they were all around me. They were like Haley, Joe Osmond, and The Sixth Sense. They tend to blend in pretty well. Because it wasn't like, it wasn't crazy. You couldn't tell where one stupid guy started and the next guy ended? Or vice versa. Yeah, kind of. Well, I mean, it was just like, they start off talking about, oh, you know, he's only been a gamer since 1999, and then somebody comes out with a voice of reason saying, that doesn't matter. Uh, (laughs) Or, you know, maybe his opinions can be credible regardless. Uh, But then other people are like, wait a second, he's black. That's funny, too. And then everybody's oh, like, did they, I didn't get that far in the thread. It's only brief, and it may not. I mean, nobody actually just comes out and says it, but I mean, when yeah, they get into the whole, there. I lost respect for him after the Resident Evil Five thing. I was just like, oh God. my gosh. <laughs> God, I was listening. There's this really great thing where like an editor on One Up wrote a response to that, and his response was, "You're ignoring the argument by saying we killed a bunch of Spanish zombies in." Resident Evil 4, and then their response to that was, but we killed a bunch of Spanish zombies in Resident Evil 4. (laughs) I mean, I don't know. I was a little miffed when that first lady broke the story of Resident Evil 5 like six months ago. I was a little reactionary to that. But at the same time, she was saying that it was going, like it was essentially the Jack Thompson like murder simulator argument. So... Mm. When you have when you have someone come in there and give a rational, well thought out argument that's not really an indictment of the game, I don't know. Maybe you want to listen to him. Maybe not. Well, the problem is, Dave, if you're internet, not, who has the time? <laughs> yeah, I just, I don't know. But it really the reason that I like Guy Kroll, and I've been reading a lot more of his blog lately. I don't know why. Probably because I just got sick of Kotaku and actually wanted to read something real. Yeah. Uh, so I went and I searched out his uh, his blog, and it's like he just 
makes more sense internally. Like it's not even I don't even have to know that he hasn't been a gamer for a long time because the articles that I read make sense in themselves. Like even when I disagree with him. Like I don't think that Grand Theft Auto 4 is this huge eye-opening Sopranos-esque, you know, magnum opus that he purports it to be, but that doesn't mean I think it's like a poorly written article or that he doesn't voice some more broadly held opinion about the medium. Well, that's I guess that's the difference between him and the lady. I think her name was something Hall that talked about the Resident Evil 5 thing. Like, you've got this sort of crazy, the sky is falling person who's like, this is all doom and gloom. And then you've got the other guy that's like, well, let's just talk about what's going on here instead of, you know, like I said, the Jack Thompson defense. Like, this is teaching the kids to murder. Yeah. The kids will be murderers. <laughs> God, I, lis- I listened to this, uh, you know, I think we've talked about the blog, Destructoid. They're kind of dumb a lot of the time. Uh, but there's this one guy on it that is such a moron. And he makes like, you know, when you were like, or maybe not you, but when I was like 17, I'd be like, this game is as fun as a ride in your mama's butt. That's really? the kind that of like analogy like he's he's <laughs> making at like what he's our age probably like I feel like you should grow out of that stuff but yet here it is at, but so he's on a podcast talking to Jack Thompson and it's just these like two mental midgets crashing against each other like one provides an argument that the other can't refute so the other provides an argument that the other can't refute but well, the any is intelligent not- person could refute either of them. <laughs> Well, yeah, because it's not really about having the argument. It's about shouting and throwing feces. It's like watching monkeys struggle for territory. Probably less amusing because no monkeys. It automatically gets a strike because of that. They should really Lack those, of monkeys is an issue. In those arguments, they should just, you know, instead of having an argument, they should just, you know, put monkeys in, like, red and blue diapers, respectively, and have them fight. <laughs> and Whoever gets less crap wins, on the- <laughs> yeah. Is the one who won the argument. The less monkey, the monkey less covered with feces is the winner. <laughs> Precisely. But what kind of win is that? I'm tempted to recall Alien versus Predator. Whoever wins, we do indeed lose. What are you talking? That very wise. Paul that tagline didn't even make sense because we turned it out <laughs> to be Predator's best buddies. Yeah. So when Predator so- won, we also won. <laughs> well, at least that black girl did. With her, uh, her like alien her old skull. navy fleece in the middle of the North Pole. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, my whole team is dead. Probably God. not going to be going home anytime soon. That movie was so bad. <laughs> but I think it would have been improved had it adopted the Joel White slogan, the better tagline, Alien versus Predator, my buddy and me. <laughs> that would have been awesome. Or if they would have just replaced all the Predators with My Little Pony. (laughs) (laughs) No, the aliens were My Little Pony and the Predators were Care Bears, but the scenario still (laughs) plays out the same. (laughs) Uh, If I had to pick, I'd go with Care Bears anyway. Can you imagine somebody getting hit with a rainbow and then, like, gorily exploding? Yeah, well, that's a Care Bear stare. You don't mess with that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Dude, that would be so sweet. Like, Scanners. That's when the yeah, rainbow but, hits you, your head explodes. But adorable. Like that. Yeah. It's like, oh, it's so cute. 
<laughs> oh, my, oh my god. But what a way to go out. Too cute. Ah! At least your last memory would be of a happy one. It's like, oh, it's a little fat pink bear with a picture of chocolate cake on their stomach. Door. Oh my god. I'm dead. Oh no, I've been taken out by obesity bear. <laughs> That's my favorite bear. God, that cake we got for the barbecue. I I I just I don't think it's ever going to go away. Why is it Grazie still around? and I have been have been sharing a more than modest sized piece every day and there's always more. Not that I'm complaining. That's going to that's going to wear out, dude. Cakes do not last forever. It's in the fridge. It'll live. Oh man, I wish but, I had I wish I had memorized Shelley's poem Ozymandias because then I could make a like insert cake instead of giant statue. That would be funny. <laughs> yeah. But why instead of you could just insert cake for every third word and that would be better. Or you could just <laughs> send me a cake. Or just eat a cake and forget the poem. <laughs> That's true. Reading is gay. Give me a cake. <laughs> Pretty much. Cake with butter frosting. But if we could return to Engai Kroll. Yeah. The whole I that whole sky is falling argument. I don't know. I always worry that I'm gonna come across a leper someday, think they're a zombie, and just murder him. Yeah. But lepers are not a protected class of people. They're people, Dave. If you murder a person, I think you find out that all people are actually protected. I, well, I'm just, at least you wouldn't get convicted of a hate crime. I guess that's true. Unless it was a black leper, and then you would have an issue. <laughs> Did you kill him because he was black or was because he was a leper? Well, I thought he was a zombie, so you killed him because you're retarded. <laughs> Basically, yes. I don't think that defense is going to hold up in court. I could just hold up my pea-soaked jeans. Yeah. I was terrified. I, I seem to recall a Law & Order episode about a retarded person killing someone. But they were actually retarded and not just that kind of retarded. <laughs> so uh, so saturated with media that they can't tell the difference between reality and fiction. Yeah. Well, I, I feel like it's it's safe in general just to assume that all things are zombies because... You wouldn't want to be in the situation where something was a zombie and you did not think it was one. Yeah. Because then you feel just, stupid. Like, all the people in the moods are like, hey, man, what's sorry. wrong? It, like, if you see, have you seen the trailer for the new George Romero movie that's coming out? There's another one? Yes. I don't know I why. Mean, Somebody should just stop him. <laughs> Land of the Dead was hilarious. <laughs> but... <laughs> so bad. It's like Look I love the what the totally gratuitous scene after the zombies get into the town and there's like two lesbians making out that we've never seen these characters before and so they're making out and then a zombie eats them. Well, like, Dave, thank God. That was hot. We fulfilled the lesbian quota. <laughs> I mean it was hot. <laughs> they were getting to the end. It's like, "Oh my god, we're going to have to add this in editing." I just realized you know, a single <laughs> lesbian kiss. It's like when they, they focus test a movie and like there's something wrong with it, so they have to bring back all the principal actors to like reshoot things. Yeah. The people Get John Leguizamo back in cards. here. They're like, zombies good. Big tank thing that shoots fireworks. Okay. John Leguizamo, A+. <laughs> I didn't see any lesbians, though. 
The funniest thing John Leguizamo ever did wasn't even in a movie. It was on uh, one of the morning radio shows in Philly. Yeah. He was like stopping by to promote a movie. And uh, <laughs> apparently he hates Steven Seagal. <laughs> well, that's when... not a, an untenable argument. <laughs> they were in like executive decision. And when they first met, Steven Seagal just punched him or something. What? Like yeah, as, I... as a way of his greeting? Those flash cartoons are true. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so he like he really does just kill everyone he meets. So basically, John Leguizamo called Steven Seagal a dick, and then one of the morning host people said, "Well, you know, today's his birthday." And then I just imagined—I don't know why—but I imagined John Leguizamo like turning to look at an imaginary camera with his headphones on and in like front of the microphone and saying, "Happy birthday, dick!" Because that's <laughs> what he said, and it was funny. Yeah. Uh, I like that John Leguizamo lived longer than Steven Seagal in that movie. That was probably the best choice made in executive decision. <laughs> it was Steven it Seagal's was, in this for about four seconds. So I, That's the, the way it should be. The title was really meta. Like, they made another executive decision to get rid of <laughs> Steven Seagal. Yeah. They were like, why did we let this guy on in the first place? We're going to have to call the writers back. Steven Seagal, he can only play a retired Special Forces agent. You know why? Because he yeah. has never been in that good of shape. <laughs> you know, he he was in okay shape are, in one movie. Cook, perfectly acceptable role for Steven Seagal. Actual special forces guy, uh, maybe twenty years ago. <laughs> Don't you have some penguins to save? <laughs> oh man, what was the movie that Steven Seagal was in good shape for? It's the one where the people break in and kill his wife, and he's in a coma, and then he wakes up, and it turns I out don't. the senator was involved. And he looks I don't in. Remember, and the senator's making the campaign Glimmer promises. Man? No, it was not the Glimmer Man with <laughs> Keenan Ivory Wayne. Yeah, Keenan Ivory Wayne's <laughs> the dream team. <laughs> Let's put those hands together. I feel like anything that attaches Keenan Ivory Wayne's is automatically the dream team. <laughs> he carries that with him. I'm a marine. I don't plan. I improvise. Did you plan on starring in this movie? Because it is awful, Keenan. <laughs> He actually woke up one day and he was already on the set. He didn't have anything better to do. And Living Color had already been canceled. It's coming back, man. WPHL 17 showing Living Color every night. Are you serious? I am dead serious. I, on the one hand, that's good because that's a good show. But on the other hand, the show is like 20 years old. Well, I'm really hoping that this is, you know, like PHL 17 is the new WGTW 48. We are this yeah. close to Kung Fu Cinema. Oh, that's the dream. As soon as I see an Asian guy beating up other Asian guys, interspliced with scenes of a horse rearing back. <laughs> and Keenan Ivory Waynes. Maybe he's riding the horse. I don't know. Oh, man. What was that movie even called? Was that? I don't remember. Horse Master and the Master of the Horses. Yeah, there you no, go. That no, those like the English titles to Chinese movies never make sense. I guess I'm pretty sure they're, that they're, they're accurate are, translations. There's just well, no cultural so context. Literal. Yeah, <laughs> it's like in this movie, he beats up a bunch of henchmen and then he kills the guy at the end. <laughs> That's the title. <laughs> yeah. Dude kicks other dudes, saves girl. But see, Five. the thing with that is, you know what you're getting into, and you're like. I'll buy into that. That sounds like a movie I want to see. 
Exactly. As long as they have somebody jumping down from a tree played in reverse to make me believe that they were jumping up <laughs> into that tree. Classic. So, video games, huh? We like talking about those, I hear. I just got Catan on the Xbox. and I think I have Catan. We should totally we should hook play it up. together. My friend Except Steven... I would friend... have to renew my gold account, but whatever. It's like Dude, you've got a, a job year. now. Yeah, the only reason I didn't renew it is because I didn't have a job at the time. So what is the difference between gold and silver? I just don't know. I mean, I mean gold, gold lets you play games online, and you get demos slightly earlier. Like when people were talking about the Operation Darkness demo being released, I was like, yes, the day has finally come where I can pit werewolves against Nazis. <laughs> Nazi vampire and also zombies. Uh, but then I tried to download it, and I saw this, like, that big red no sign like the ghostbusters logo <laughs> and i was like uh-oh silver member I, I hope this is a signal that uh ernie hudson is in this game <laughs> dude that would have been awesome i kept my fingers crossed but it turned out not to be the case i didn't even get any bill murray it was just like sorry you don't have a gold account you can't download this i'm like it's free i thought it was a. Uh... I thought it was really a warning that said, this game can't possibly meet your expectations. Do not yeah. play it. That seems to be the scuttlebutt. I haven't it- tried it myself. But I tend to be very forgiving where werewolves fighting Nazis are concerned. I am too. But then when you like throw in the uh, physiologically malformed female vampire named Titania... Physically malformed? I I don't actually know much about the game beyond the werewolves and the Nazis. Is she like deformed or is she? Does, do you mean her name is Titania? The oh, yeah, first three letters say. of her name spelled tit. <laughs> I, was, I was just gonna say, are you being cute? And you actually meant she has enormous breasts. <laughs> yes. Clearly, that was the case. It was ridiculous. I was super psyched about that game, and then I saw that, and I posted it on the forum. And said I was very disappointed and no longer interested. And I think somebody had the gall to say it could still be good. No. No, it could Watch not. Watch out. We're going to incur the wrath of anime fans who say we don't like boobs. Again. I don't, I don't care. It's all right, Gerald Rathcold. Like me, internet. I crave your <laughs> approval. I don't have to I run crave away from your, that. A, a, a booble. <laughs> Approve boobles. I think a booble was Your the RJ best one Boobles. you were going to get. <laughs> and the only thing you did was take the A. You could just people cut it out and say, I praise your booble. There's, I, there are like seven, 8,000 people right now that are nodding their heads and like, I get it. Boobs. <laughs> you want, maybe you want the boobs to approve of you. I don't know if they could do that. I don't know if you would want them to. Well, I think I'm that the people at NeoGAF would uh, would say that, yes, the boobs can approve of you. <laughs> but it's it's not racist. It's not boobist. <laughs> it's it's not a double entendre. Mammarous. Boob also means dumb person. Damn. I didn't even pick up on that at all. I'm still actually <laughs> fixated on the ones I like. <laughs> they are but distracting. Also, the uh the born identity demo is out i guess and people seem to think maybe that's good i what is, what do you totally... even need? how is that hard to make it's it's a stealth action game reskin splinter cell you have a born identity game it seems plausible but did you hear about 
the the hubbub about the uh, how Matt Damon disapproves of the game because it's too violent. Really? I find that to be lullable. Because he really messed up that French mercenary dude bad. It's like, guys, what you starred in the movies. <laughs> The whole second movie was like you looking through a sniper scope at people. It was the whole part of that movie that I was awake in the theater for. All yeah, it was. A, I guess I don't know. I mean, it, it wasn't like commando levels of violent. Nobody got a circular <laughs> saw thrown through them, but still. I, think I mean, maybe. they probably should have. Yeah. Uh, that is kind of that's funny. Com- that's commando too. You were in the Saving Rise Private Ryan. Of he was in Saving Private Ryan. Well, yeah, but that's different. That's historical violence. You're allowed to do that. I don't know. <laughs> I don't. I'm not. I mean, they did burn the Germans with flamethrowers after they surrendered. And I was like, whoa, war truly is man's greatest inhumanity. Yeah, I don't. I mean, whatever. I'm kind of of the opinion that violence on the screen is violence on the screen. How you approach it mentally is. Or yeah. emotionally is it due entirely to your sort of pre-existing feelings about well, I violence. I, do, I don't see very much the point of distinguishing uh, movies from games simply because you're holding a plastic paddle when you're playing the game. It's like, it should have been more like Mist. No. <laughs> There's already too many of those. One. <laughs> Come on. It's actually more than one, but one was enough. There are lots of adventure games. Siberia. That was an all right one. Yeah, that was like, I never played that one. It was rough, man. Maniac Mansion. That was all right. You could fry a hamster in the microwave. Oh, snap. But I don't think you weren't supposed to do that. You could mess up the game. Maniac Mansion was unkind. What, like, yeah, you, you'd be playing. There well, was, so was so many a Super Nintendo game. Well, Nintendo, yeah. It could only but be, it so- like, an hour long. Yeah, that's true. I mean, if you if you got it so that you could not complete the game, the beginning of the game was not that far away. So it wasn't I mean, that I think about deal. I think about playing Zelda for, like, hours, but that was really just because I had no idea where I was going. Zelda? Maybe you were playing the new Zelda. The new one's, like, 45,000 hours long. Well, I was reading this. I don't know what blog it was, but the, they had the top 10 commandments for video games most of which were totally yeah. lame but there was one that was uh was good it said thou shalt not pad the length of your game yeah and they had a picture of link riding a horse and i was like amen to that uh hi okami the 15 hour game that was like 45 hours long <laughs> i can't believe they made you fight that dragon boss four times it was uh, just yeah. like the same guy he just kept going back and one of them was like a flashback or something it's like, remember when you killed that flashback to the same boss? <laughs> yeah. Why can't I just watch? I want to go make a sandwich. I don't even want to play this again. You'd have to because those cutscenes were like. The first cutscene in that game was like 25 minutes of pure text. If I'm not going to do it for Metal Gear Solid where they actually talk, you have no chance, Okami. <laughs> that like ridiculous Animal Crossing language. <laughs> shut up i don't care i haven't been here in two years you can go get the fish yourself graziella's playing it now it's all coming back to me why would she i'm play realizing animal crossing because that's what people do 
Girls. Play Animal Crossing on your yeah. Wii. What? <laughs> what? On the Wii. Yeah. Um, I'm realizing as I watch her play it that Animal Crossing was definitely like the progenitor of MMOs for me. It was like sort of the same busy work, but without the monster slaying. But so like I got into that. And then, like, you put the monster slaying on top of it. And I'm like, I'm an easy mark. So, really, you were you were eating the cookie and then somebody added the chocolate chips? Yeah. And I was like, this cookie's good. But it is, it could be better. And then they made it better. <laughs> and now I'm, I got pretty sweet shield last night. So oh, oh yeah? There. Yeah. Doing a little sunken temple. The temple of a tall Hakar. Nice. Killing some evil dragons before they're resurrected into the material world that's that's important i wonder how many millions of those dragons have been slain did you get the good drop like you were going there specifically for the shield well we were going there because that's what people do but i was hoping to get the shield and i did so i was happy um but we didn't get the cool sword that summons a dragon to fight with you you know what speaking of wow uh I think that I totally nerdified myself at one of the places I work uh, because somebody mentioned WoW in a way that, you know, made me think they played it. And the funny thing is I don't even play WoW. But and I you were like, oh, Torin Shaman. And they were like, oh, my God, get away from my children. <laughs> it wasn't even like Torin Shaman. I was talking about rolling for loot. Yeah, you were like, need before greed, dick. I was yeah. I basically said that I didn't. I mean, I didn't say dick, but you were like you know. shamans can't even use plate armor. <laughs> that should have went to the warrior. Guys, like okay, sir. Well, and it was really Here's bizarre your because hot dog. Take no, just take the cart. It was. It was. I'll find another way to live. <laughs> it was one of those times where it's just like you feel yourself outside of your body, and then you comprehend what just happened. Only after it's <laughs> yeah. too late oh, to take oh, it no. back. It's like no, you don't, you don't understand. I thought you knew. You said it first. It's your fault. <laughs> it was the trap. It's like when you're in high school and people are like, you know, sometimes when I'm in the shower, I think about kissing a dude. And you're like, what do I do? Yeah, I maybe I don't know. I might have. I, I guess I did. And they're like, oh, that was a trap. Why are you so gay? <laughs> You have to tell me if you're not a nerd. You can't You can't talk about WoW. You have to tell Wait, so, me that. So they were just like, oh, World of Warcraft. Uh, that's a popular game I've heard. No, it wasn't even like on that. On the interbots. I think that maybe she just assumed I was a nerd, so I would be into WoW because, you know, I was typing at a computer. Yeah. You use a computer. Do you play those online console games? <laughs> but it was just it was so funny because I don't even think – it wasn't really like it made her feel uncomfortable, but I just realized it's like – I totally assumed something that wasn't true at all about you. And I think yeah. you assumed something that wasn't true at all about me. And now we're both just sort of uncomfortable. I'm really glad that you're leaving today. And today is your last day. So you can't tell people about this. <laughs> oh, thank you. Because otherwise you would have had to murder her and put her in a bathtub of lie. <laughs> well, it wasn't the Muter Museum. So, you know, there are lots of <laughs> yeah, places you, to hide a body. Nobody would have known. <laughs> I, I don't know. I'm just saying, neither you guys have a very sexy level 53 blood elf paladin. You know, Dave, every time you say that, I almost want to play WoW. <laughs> oh, it's like, man. Shh, shh, you had you me a paladin. You had me a paladin. You should see it. Paladins are just like, it's it's beyond the realm of comprehension how good they are. It's like unreasonable. 
They should be. Like, They're paladins. That's the whole point. Like, so you, WoW is a little different from Final Fantasy in that you don't stand in one place and have a guy bring one monster back to you for 10 hours until you get a level. So, like, you know, you go into these dungeons, right? And there'll be these, like, little groups milling around. Um, and you, like, get a whole group of guys on you at once. And with as a warrior, you're, like, hitting tab like crazy and, like, hitting the thing. So you're, you got to make sure you're hitting everybody so, you know, they don't go off and hit the softer armored guys. But with the paladin, you just walk in and you're like, I have a spell that consecrates the ground beneath me. And then they all just take damage. And they're all just focused on you like a laser. And then the mage comes in and explodes them. So it's like group provoke? Yeah, basically. Whereas like the warrior, see the warrior is all about the single target. And the paladin's all about just bring every monster in the dungeon <laughs> to me at once. It will be faster. <laughs> oh, that sounds awesome. Oh man, that was like three straight minutes of nerding. I've been I was waiting playing... to get that off my chest since I started playing WoW. <laughs> I was like, I gotta talk about this stuff. I was playing uh I was playing Mythos with Mitchie D yeah. and uh we were talking about equipment and he kept on trying to give me stuff that he was crafting and I finally just said, Look, I mean I'm just I just listed my stats and I was like I have like my armor rating was like hundred and fifty five and he was like, What? Because I don't know exactly if that's high for Mythos, but I was only level like eight and I had spent all my time buying uh the highest level armor I could find. And then I explained to him that, look, it's an RPG. I'm trying to be a paladin. <laughs> That's, I don't even know how people play jobs that aren't tank in this MMO. Because the, uh, I was talking to a guy, one of the guys in the guild today, and he was like, if we ever um, make new guys to play, I'm going to be a paladin because it looks awesome. I'm like, it is awesome. But I was like, then what will I play? There's that's nothing like, that's fun after that. Well, th I mean, it's just like I've played like damage classes, and it's I don't know, I don't like it that much. Plus, the 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 ideal thing about the tank is you're never supposed to restrict yourself. Like you want to be doing as much stuff as possible. And with the damage thing, you're like, all right, I'll drop this. I gotta wait a little, let it, let it cool off, make sure the monster doesn't look my way. With the tank, you're like. How fast can I hit three? <laughs> can I build a machine that will hit it faster? <laughs> Whatever. I don't know. Maybe we should stop before the internet hates me. Why would the internet hate you? Whatever. I play WoW. So do 10.5 other million people. Join the online sensation that's sweeping the nation. I'm just saying. Everybody should be a tank. All other classes are for <laughs> losers. Yeah. Well, that, that would solve the tank shortage. But then everyone would Is be there like, really a shortage of tanks? For, yeah, nobody plays tanks and nobody plays healers. I don't know why. Everybody wants to like everybody wants to see the big numbers. It's especially bad in WoW. You know, like when you're playing Secret of Mana and you get to that point, like So when you start out and you're hitting like the rabbites for one damage, it, like the number is very, very small. And then you get into like the double digits and the number gets a little bigger. And by the time you're in like the deep triple digits at the end of the game, like the six and seven hundred damage a hit. The number is, like, huge. Like, it's sort of the same in WoW. So they just want to see that gigantic number. I'm told, maybe it's just because I'm a a facilitator, but I have never yeah. wanted to be a damage dealer. Yeah, I just want to be the support. I want to make you shine. 
I don't even know. Yeah, I don't know. I just feel like there are. Yeah. That's why we always end up in wiring closets. Yeah, we're definitely the the backs that others step on. <laughs> That's fine. Like, I don't know. Uh, sometimes people talk to me and they're like, so does this job have room for advancement or whatever? And I'm like, I don't know. I don't really care. Like, I'm sort of, as long as I make enough money to do the things I want to do, I'm good. Because, you know, when you advance like that, they want you to do more stuff. <laughs> and I'd rather do as little stuff as possible and still have all the money I want. <laughs> In fact, I would be willing to take a slight pay cut to do slightly less stuff. <laughs> you could take that to the bank. But I won't because I'll be making less money. You can take that to the bank. The but whatever, this bank. might have been the least video game related video game podcast ever. What are you talking Since about? Since I haven't said it yet, I'm playing The World Ends With You for the DS. It is awesome. It's like the best game ever. And I'm oh. like two-thirds of the way through it, so I think my opinion will hold. All right. Well, when you finish that, we should do a podcast about it. Oh, man. It's so good. But I, I would be up for that. But, uh, yeah, until next time. Don't let the healer get aggro or something. I hate myself. Top casting Thundaga. You stupid dick. I can't yeah, provoke bear, more than once for 30 with seconds. The Thundaga. <laughs> I remember, As you watch I remember your screaming. Provoke timer <laughs> tick down. <laughs> All right, 25 seconds until provoke. There goes the monster. Bye. That's what I like about Paladins, man. They got this ability. It puts three guys that are not on you immediately on you. That's what I loved about when I got when I when we were playing Final Fantasy and I finally got Cure 2. It was like a magnet. Yeah. It's a beautiful thing.